<laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go ahead and get started. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to start here in Matthew chapter 21. And in Matthew 21, uh, Jesus is um, uh, on that donkey and he's, he's coming into Jerusalem, you know, right before he gets crucified anyway. But uh, remember what happens here. He goes into the temple and when Jesus went into the temple, he drove out the merchants and knocked over the money changers' tables and the stalls, those selling doves. Now, look what he says. The scripture says, my temple is a place of prayer. Okay? Well, that's what he, I mean, this big to-do, he called it, is the place of prayer. Okay, uh, and it's funny, today, sometimes when we, when we need the Lord the most, we don't believe he can do anything unless we've been reading our Bibles and we go, praise the Lord, we, I know he will, and we, and we rely on him, which is what we're supposed to do. But a lot of times, you get persecution, they go, well, <laughs> you don't think God's going to answer all your prayers. I mean, he called it the place of prayer. And, of course, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, of course, when we leave here today, we, we know these things. But uh, it's still uh, interesting to know that when Jesus drove everybody out, he called this. He said, the scripture says, my temple is a place of prayer. Well, in this 21st chapter, he doesn't even quit there. If you keep on going, there was a fig tree incident. This fig tree uh, got cursed. Uh, Jesus had said, nobody, eat, never, anyone notice this, never bear fruit again. And the fig tree withered up. The disciples were utterly amazed and asked, how did the fig tree wither so quickly? Well, I want to remind you, I am still in Matthew 21. He just called this, the temple was a house of prayer. And he says in verse 21, truly, if you have faith and don't doubt. Now, I tell you, there, there's still a, a lot of us, even in our own um, circles and stuff, and, and they feel like we're putting people down if you don't have faith. Well, I'm telling you, you know, you got to believe in Jesus. You can't just not believe. Believing is important. Uh, you know, <clears throat> but anyway, notice this, if you have faith and don't doubt, I mean, that's critical. You do. You can't just wander about and just say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, like the children of Israel did, they got the promised land. And they say, yeah, it's, it's, it's milk and honey. It's all those things. But God, do you not know there's giants over there? They were using their faith and got them into all kinds of trouble. But anyway, we know that. If you truly have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. Notice he didn't say, well, you might can if God wants to. Jesus said you can do things like this and much more. Look at this. You can even say to this Mount of Olives, move over into the ocean. It'll obey you. The King James says, say unto this mountain. Well, remember, Jesus was standing there in Jerusalem, and that was the Mount of Olives. You can say unto this mountain. If he was standing next to Green Mountain or Montesino, we would have said, you could say unto Montesano, go hop into Tennessee. That's the same thing. That's what he was saying. You can even say to this Mount of Olives, move over into the ocean, and it will. You can, look at this. You can get, now this, I, this is red letter, okay? That means it's just the words of Jesus. Okay, but still. You can get anything, anything you ask for in prayer if you believe. Well, is that so? Well, Let's stay in the book of Matthew just a moment, and let's back up to uh, even the uh, 18th chapter. Start down here at uh, verse 18. I tell you, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, Whatever you uh, and whatever you free on earth will be freed in heaven. Verse 19, I tell you this, that if two of you agree down here on earth concerning anything you ask for, well, we're in trouble now. <laughs> we don't want to tell the my friends this. We don't want to tell the church this. We better get some controls on it. We don't need any controls. Notice who the participants are. Uh, two of you, okay, and who's the third? 
my father. They're not going, okay, roll the cameras. Roll the cameras. We're going to see if this works. Ha, ha, ha. Roll the cameras. That's not what it said do. It said two of you, and look at this, agree. Both of you guys are going, you know what? God's going to do this for us. We're going to ask him because we read what Jesus said. And then you just simply just ask the Lord. Look what he says. Concerning anything you ask for, my Father in heaven will do it for you. He goes on and says, for where two or three are gathering together because they are mine. That's another way to look at gathering in my name in the name of Jesus. But anyway, notice this. I will be right there among them. Well, is Jesus a helpless Jesus? No, he's not a helpless Jesus. Everything we can think about Jesus is amazing. The disciples were rowing against the wind and it was terrible. And Jesus wasn't in the boat at that time. And they were having a hard time. They were struggling. And here comes Jesus. He's on his way. He's walking on the water to them. Amazing. Well, we're not done here. We can stay in Matthew a little bit longer. Let's back up. Let's go to the 15th chapter. Let's look at an incident that happened here. This is prayer because uh, Jesus is, um, he's the Lord. Then Jesus left that part of the country, Matthew 15, verse 21, and walked the 50 miles to Tyre and Sidon. Man, Bob, I don't know about you, you know, and uh, Gavin or Dustin, I, I don't want to walk to Florence this afternoon. <laughs> God. But that's what basically they were doing. It may take them a day or so, whatever, but boy, okay. A woman from Cana, or we'll just say from Jasper, Alabama, was living there, came to him, pleading him, have mercy on me, O Lord. King David's son, in other words, the fable, he wasn't no fable, okay, for my daughter has a demon within her and it torments her constantly. Well, that's bad. Look at this. Jesus gave her no reply. Well, I can just quit. Just give up. No, don't quit. I mean, if there was a no, that's a no right there. Nope. Not even a word. But I'm reminded about Jesus' mother. When she, she asked Jesus, she said, look, they're out of wine. And he said, hey, my time's not yet. Well, she didn't even listen to that. She just told the service, whatever he tells you to do, do for him. That's what we need to be. We need to believe that we got it. The Lord's going to get it for us. Anyway. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to get going, they said, for she's bothering us with her begging. It's kind of like my cat. I try to get my cat out in the kitchen. You know, cat wants to, uh, this morning, that cat wanted between my toes and the counter. And I had to just get out of my way, cat. Leave me a path, you know. So they're saying, get out of the way, all this begging. Now watch this. Then he said to the woman, I was sent to help the Jews. Well, boy, that just nailed it right there. We got some Christians today that think, well, it's Old Testament. All those promises in the Old Testament, they, they belong to the Jews. Go read the book. Foreigners could get in it. I'll tell you who else did. Uh, let me name some. Uh, who was the guy that was covered with uh, Naaman? He was a Syrian. Jesus even referenced that miracle. Uh, Naaman was a leper, had skin trouble. I'll tell you what, I really believe that's the reason we got stories in the scripture about leprosy and stuff because we can go looking in the mirror and we'll go, man, I don't know, where's that mm, What is that thing? And you got to get on the phone and call. Of course, when you call, your favorite doctor has now hit the big leagues. <laughs> you can't get to him for two or three weeks. And you're wondering about this because you do a little search on the internet. If it itches, it's cancer. Oh, no. You know what I mean? These things can scare you. And, and what's funny is the whole time the Lord's trying to say, don't worry, don't worry. And we're not listening. We're not listening. We finally will. You know, go, wait a minute. Calm down, Richard. I'm not dying. And if you'll think about not dying, you'll think about, I mean, you'll think about what David said. David would stand there and say, I'm going to live and not die. And he was faced with the same things he saw in the mirror. He's like, ooh. 
That don't look good. <laughs> anyway, I was sent to help the Jews, the lost sheep of Israel. Look at this. Not the Gentiles. So basically, he said, I was sent to help the Jews and not you. But what did she do that we can do? She came and worshipped him and pled again. Some people make a big deal about that. Let me tell you something. If it's secret and we can't see it in the scriptures, it's not there. There was not any secret thing here. Look what she did. She came and worshipped him and pled again. That's what she did. Sir, help me. This is what she did. We can do the same thing. Lord, help me. He says, it doesn't seem right to take the bread from the children and throw it to dogs. Oh, now he called her a dog. Look what she said. Yes, it is. For even the puppies beneath the table are permitted to eat the crumbs. Now remember what her problem was. She had a daughter that had trouble. You know, like lower your situation. When's this ever going to quit? You know, praise the Lord. All of us got troubles and stuff along different lines. Woman, whoa, now she's no longer a Gentile. She's no longer an Israelite. He calls her woman. Your faith is large. We got what she did. Basically, she didn't give up. Your faith is large. Your request is, the next word, we'll see it in a minute, granted. Oh, my goodness. Praise the Lord. And her daughter was healed right then. Praise the Lord. I can do that because I know Jesus is invisible right now, but he's with us. He's with us. And he's the same. And Revelation 3.20 says he's just standing there saying, well, I'm here to help you as soon as you get over your wine and I'll be glad to help you. All right, let's see what else the Lord says here. That's Matthew. Let's back up. We're still in Matthew. Let's go all the way to uh, 7. Look at this. This is the latter part of the Beatitudes. This big, long message starting in chapter 5. Here we go with Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. It's kind of easy to remember. 7, 7. 7, 7. What's that? Ask. And you will be given what you ask for. People worry about, well, you think I should ask a million dollars? Whoa. You're not asking me and I'm not doing it for show. And a million for some people wouldn't be enough. <laughs> Believe me, there's, there's people got to have a lot more than this. Different programs and stuff. Where I work, even my company, to take care of stuff that I'm working on right now, it's, it's got to be more than a million. Anyway, ask and it will be given what you ask for. Now, that just should shock us. It just should make us realize that we have this God. And that's what the Israelites were so proud of when they come out of Egypt. They were taught how great God was. He put on a show in Israel. Matter of fact, if you remember, we've studied this before, but long about the 10th chapter, right before the, uh, the death angels uh, story, about the, the Passover when it hit, uh, God was telling Moses, Oh, what stories you can tell your grandkids. But we're like today, we don't know anything about it. Unless we read our Bibles, which we do. Seek and you will find. Now that's the second thing. And we're, we're two for two. Look at this. Knock and the door will be opened. Look at this. For everyone who asks, receives. I love this hymn that I grew up singing. Whosoever meaneth me. Whosoever. So this means me. Anyone who seeks, finds. If you only knock, the door will be opened. And then he, then he tries to illustrate, if a child asks his dad for a loaf of bread, will he give him a stone? No. If he asks for a fish, will he give him a poisonous snake? Of course not. If you, hard-hearted, sinful men, know how to give good gifts to your children, won't your Father in heaven even uh, more certainly, look at that, more certainly give good gifts to those that ask him for them. Praise the Lord. More certainly. Wow. Well, that was just Matthew. Let's jump over here to, uh, to Mark. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Verse 1. Mark chapter 5. Verse 1. 
to Mark just a moment. Oh, get down here to it. Oh, Mark rehearses some of these same things. Oh, let's, oh, excuse me. Oh, let's do it this way. Oh, Mark, and let's go to 11 just a moment. Oh, Mark 11, and look down here at, oh, oh, in reply, he told his disciples, verse 22, excuse me. Oh, Mark 11, verse 22. Uh, if you only have faith in God, this is absolutely the truth. You can say to this Mount of Olives, rise up and fall in the Mediterranean. At your command, it'll be obeyed. All that's required is that you really believe and have no doubt. Now, I, I fully realize that that's my job. Like, oh, okay, your house is the house of prayer. I got to quit whining. I need to pray, praise the Lord. Okay. Some people think God's just up there going, oh, that's cute, Richard. That is so cute. Is, is, it, is it time for Richard to have a miracle? Let's see, he had one last week. Uh, yeah, now we got to wait a while. Every day his mercies are new. Don't listen to that stuff. Don't listen to people tell you when they prayed and they didn't get it. Don't listen to that either. Listen to the Bible. Because you've got to have faith, praise the Lord. Okay, praise the Lord. Joy, I saw that candle going, and I thought, is it okay? <laughs> it fell off. Okay, it's okay. That's a praise report, too. It fell this way. It didn't fall on the picture. <laughs> you can light it again before you want to. But anyway, verse 24. Listen to me. Uh, the, um, the, um, the King James Version says, verily, verily. I don't walk up to Laura and say, verily, verily. How's your weekend? You know, whatever, you know, we don't use that. So this is what it means. Listen to me. So the Lord's saying, listen, he's shaking us saying, hey, listen, listen. And I'm like, yeah, well, Lord, excuse me. I can't listen right now. I am so worried. Listen to me, Richard. You can pray for anything. And if you believe, oh, this is, this is rich right here. If you believe you have it, it's yours. Boy, now that's something I can get a hold of. And that's what that woman did to Jesus. My daughter is having trouble. <laughs> Jesus has already called me a dog. And, and I'm sure this woman already heard about how great God was. And she knew Jesus was the Messiah. And she said, no. Mm -mm. And she heard about that centurion too. And other people who weren't Jews. And she just dug her feet in this thing. And she said, no. Even the puppies get the crumbs. And Jesus said, hey, your faith is large. Your daughter's healed right then. Did you notice she didn't panic and go, are you sure? She knew she had it. Praise the Lord. Anyway, but when, you're, but when you're praying, first forgive anyone that you're holding a grudge against. Praise the Lord. Well, that's good. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's go to, uh, I want to go next to, uh, <clears throat> well, we're right close. Let's just, let's just hit, uh, uh, let's just get the book of John here. In John chapter, uh, well, I, I, I just can't go without doing this. Let me just mention this. Uh, two days later, Jesus' mother was a guest at a wedding in Cana. This is John chapter 2. And Jesus and his disciples were invited to. The wine supply ran out. Now, I don't care how you squeeze this, do whatever you want to. They'll say, the new wine is the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> it's not. The new wine, this was a celebration. This was the party after the wedding. Just face it, that's what it was. No, yeah, sangria. Mo, I'm not Moses, but well, Moses too. But anyway, because I mean, boy, that, the people were supposed to bring in their tithe of the of the wine and whatever. The Lord speaks in terms in the Old Testament of, you know, grapes and stuff and vineyards and whatever. But anyway, we just understand it. Okay. She said they ran out, uh, and Jesus' mother came to him with the problem. Boy, she's so smart. She is smart, and we can learn a lot from her. 
He says, I can't help you now. It isn't yet my time for miracles. Boy, now that's not a no. That's a no right there. Well, shoot. I kind of was hoping that, you know, since it's, uh, you know, September 13th, 2015, Jesus might still be. He is. He's the same. But his mother has told the servants. Notice she ignored this part. She told the servants, said, do whatever he says do. Notice she didn't say, well, whatever will be, will be. No, do what his servant says do. You know what he did. Six stone water pots were standing there. Do you see how immediate this was? And do you also see how she didn't have time to go tell the director of the thing and say, y'all should have planned better. Next time we have a doggone wedding, you do this right. That's how we do sometimes. We go, well, if I just done it, if I just stand there and get your miracle, praise the Lord. Come boldly before the throne of grace that you may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. It's now. Psalm 46.1 says he's a very present help in time of trouble. That's where our faith is. Stand there and say, Lord, I need your help. Well, I want to show you something I noticed uh, in Psalm. Uh, we're going to come back to this because you know that story. Of course, they all, they all, I mean, the water was turned into wine. But I want to show you something here in uh, the book of Psalms. I believe it's chapter 4. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Oh God, you have declared me perfect in your eyes. Now, the King James, it says, Oh God of my righteousness. That's what that means because we don't have any work. We can't stand before him. The Lord just says, Your sins are forgiven. And David starts out with that because he knew that was beating him up. He's like, Oh man, I don't know why God's ever going to do this. Wait, God's merciful. Yeah. You have always cared for me. Look at this. In my distress. Now, this is Psalm 4. You would hit this immediately if you were looking for it. Watch this. Now hear me again as I now hear me as I call again. See, it's okay. You don't have one, two, three, or four. You get all your life. Have mercy on me. Hear my prayer. Now here he goes. The Lord asked, Sons of men, will you forever turn my glory into shame by worshiping these silly idols when every claim that is made for them is false? I want to show you what the King James says, and it'll go right over your head. You'll go, What? You ever had any property or something or that you loaned to somebody? You loaned somebody a car or property lease the word lease we're fixing to see a, a 400 year old word here and it means nothing to us today watch this now notice this you turn my glory into shame worshiping these silly idols when every claim for them is false look at this in the king james just a moment verse two. O sons of men how how long will you turn my glory into shame how long will you love vanity well i guess i need this miracle and i guess that's vain no he was referring to idols and seek after leasing. What? I got properties I got to lease out. Uh, he's talking about worshiping idols. And focusing on those idols to get you your success. Oh, I got to have some help and I need my good luck charm, you know. And I heard if I do whatever to this thing, you know, it'll, I'll, I'll, the Lord will help me. Nope. Mm -mm. That's not what's going to do it. Notice what he says. Oh, sons of men, will you ever turn my glory, will you forever turn my glory into shame, worshiping these silly idols when every claim that's made of them is false? Now, whoa, hold on. I, I, I see something right there. God promises us that He'll answer our prayers. But, of course, don't get your hopes up. Well, then, He's the same way. Every claim about Jesus is false. No, it's not. It's true. Okay, notice this. Mark them well. The Lord has set apart the redeemed for Himself. Therefore, he will listen to me and answer when I call him. Now, look at this next verse. This one, what you see. We've probably heard this before. I think we have. He says, uh, stand in awe before him. Now, 
Look at this word all right here. Look at this. Well, it shows you right there. Literally, be angry. Now, why does he say be angry? Well, remember, he's comparing those who worship idols compared with you have the God of gods, the one who truly is there. He'll split the Red Sea for you. And so he says, you stand before the Lord and you, you, you're angry. Not angry at the Lord, but you're angry at what these other people and your unbelief. Watch this. Don't sin against him. Now, what would be the sin going after these silly idols? Sometimes we go to digging and scratching and go, well, I guess maybe I, I, shouldn't have, I should have been nicer. Okay, I'm not going to ask for your help today because I, I need to work on being a better person. Don't do that. You already have his forgiveness. Matter of fact, verse 1, verse 1 says, you're the one that calls me perfect in your eyes. So he says, don't sin against him. Lie quietly on your bed in silent meditation. Put your trust in the Lord. Offer him sacrifices that are pleasing sacrifices. And here we go. Many, look at this. Many say that the Lord will never help us. Prove them wrong. Praise the Lord. Oh, Lord, by letting the light of your face shine upon us. Yes, look at this. The gladness you have given me is far greater. Here we go. Than harvest time. Boy, it's payday. Woo, Friday. Woo-hoo, Friday or whatever it is. Or something good just happened. You got this gladness in you that's far greater. Now, it can't be far greater if it doesn't reach your wallet or if it doesn't reach your health or splitting headache or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, it's good news, but man, I'm, oh God, my head's hurting. Hello. That's what the house of prayer is all about. Okay. Anyway, he says, and I will lay me down in peace. And though I'm alone, oh Lord, you'll keep me safe. Praise the Lord. Just, oh man. A lot, of th- a lot of places to go with that. Okay, so let's go back to, uh, well, we were in Mark. I'm going to go down to uh, uh, John just a second. Uh, we were in John, but let's go this time to, excuse me. Amazing, amazing. Boy, I, I, I just flat called Jesus a liar if I didn't believe these things because look how strong these things are. This is Matthew chapter, I mean, John 14. Don't let your heart be troubled. Many mansions, remember that story? I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, no. Look down here at verse 11. Well, actually, look at this. Let's, let's take it verse 10. Don't believe that I'm in the Father. No, excuse me. Don't you believe I'm in the Father and the Father in me? The words I say are not my own, but they're the Father who lives in me. He does his work through me. Now, even Jesus is saying this is supposed to be happening. Just believe it, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Look at this. Or else believe it because of the mighty miracles you've seen me do. Now, I tell you, we have just cut ourselves out of miracles in American Christianity. And we thought, we're not supposed to have them. The Lord's trying to humble us. Man, I smell a rat when I read the scriptures. I'm like, whoa, now I know why we've gotten in trouble so much. It's invaded our sports stuff, star quarterback. Gets crunched, his arm is messed up, whatever, and he writes a book. Basically saying, when God changed my life, God broke my arm, and I learned how to be patient. If he was one of David's mighty men, guess what? With that broken arm, he could still throw with that left hand. I tell you what, that's where the miracle is, you know. The Lord's there to help us. I mean, I love these people. They're nice people and stuff, but I'm just going to stick with the facts. I'm not going to worry about those other people. Praise the Lord. He says, just believe it. Look at 12. In solemn truth, I tell you. Now, when does Jesus have to say it? I'll tell you the truth here. Wow. Anyone, anyone believing in me, well, that's all of us in the room, shall do the same miracles I've done. Man, that's a misprint. That is totally a misprint. 
Because I got reference to all the miracles he did. And I'm like, there ain't no way I can do that one. Can't do that one. Can't do this one. Lazarus, forget that. Oh, man, I'd choke on that one. No, I'm choking on this one's what's happening. I know what's wrong. My believer's messed up. I'm having to come back and go, Lord, I'm not going to call you a liar. I'm going to just call it like it is. I am struggling here. I'm like Peter on the water. I'm, I'm starting to sink a little bit, but I'm asking you for help. Help me. Because I know you're real. Anyway, you know, because if he's lying about this, guess what? He's probably lying about heaven too. Well, we know better. He's not lying about heaven. Anyone, uh, excuse me, he'll do the same miracles I've done and even greater ones. Oh, Lord, please. Because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask him for anything using my name. Okay. What does he say here? This is John chapter 14. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, using my name and I will do it. Wow. For this brings praise to the Father because of what I, the Son, will do. Yes, ask anything in my name and I'll do it. Boy, boy, are we on the hook or what? Let's go to the 15th chapter. Jesus never quits talking about this same subject. Look down here at verse 7. If you stay in me and obey my commands, you may ask any request you like and it will be granted. Now, don't knock yourself out because, oh, I made a mistake. You always have forgiveness. Stay in me, literally, he's talking about don't run after Buddha or don't run after Moses again, the law, and say, well, I, Jesus is okay, but I'm, I'm still, I still think I better do a bunch of sacrifices and stuff to get to heaven. Anyway, <clears throat> oh, we're not done there. Look down here at verse 17, I think it is. No, verse 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lovely fruit so that no matter what you ask for from the Father using my name, he will give it you. Oh, praise the Lord. 16th chapter, 23 and 24. See, I went to preacher school to learn this. They made me learn these verses. Preacher school never told me any of this stuff. I got this stuff because I was in trouble. <laughs> I was reading along and I go, praise the Lord, I'm going to use that. And then I walk away and I forget where it was. At least I had enough sense sometimes to go, that's the book of John somewhere. But I tell you, over the years, I know where this is because I use it. I don't care what anybody thinks. I use it. Praise the Lord. So anyway, that's the reason I can share it today. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. For you can go directly to the Father and ask Him. Now that makes sense in the Old Testament. You couldn't go in the tabernacle. King Asa tried to go in there one day. And he got right in there before the ark and was trying to light candles and stuff. And all of a sudden, he broke down with leprosy come up on his face. Eighty priests, remember we mentioned this before, eighty priests rushed in there, grabbed him and said, you got to get out of here. And he was saying, no, nah, I like it. When that leprosy showed up, he was hot-tailing it. He was trying to get out of there. Scared him? Not anymore. Now we can come boldly in there and ask for anything. You can go directly to the Father. He'll give you what you ask for because you use my name. Look at this. You haven't tried this before. Boy, that can get us. I mean, I had a washing machine. I forgot about that. That's another praise report. Washing machine's fixed. Man, I, I cleaned everything in the house. It was great. It's nice to have a washing machine. But I can tell you right now, my washing machine would not be fixed if it weren't for this. Oh, we'll get to you next week. Yeah, and oh, we had to order that part. You know, it's just getting further and further away. But I had set out this week. I said, in the name of Jesus, my washing machine is fixed and they're going to have it all done. Praise the Lord. And they did. But anyway, oh, you haven't tried this before. But begin now. Well, there's a thought. 
ask using my name and you will receive and your cup will overflow. Well, yeah, I'll say. Praise the Lord. All right, one last scripture. Let's stop here. In Ephesians, the last verse, the last two verses in, uh, in chapter uh, 3. You've heard this a bunch, too. Let's go to chapter 3. Uh, I'm going to put it in the King James for a second because we're familiar with that, I think, because this gets used a lot. Ephesians chapter 3, written to an entire church. Look at verse 20. Now unto, ah, come on, excuse me, scroll down. 320, now unto him that's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ. Look at this, throughout all ages, it's not just a long time ago, world without end. Let's, let's put that in the Living Bible just a second. Verse 20, now the God, no, now God, excuse me, now glory be to God who by his mighty power at work within us is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. Praise the Lord. Well, we need to just get out there and get busy, amen? Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word today. If we're not feeling good, praise the Lord. We've seen people all through the Bible get healed. We're not going to be the last ones to get a hold of this. We thank you. You're our health now. If it's a headache, earache, or trouble with our vision, or arms, or legs, or anything, take care of us, Lord. Praise the Lord. If it's financial, Lord, you'll take care of the same thing. No surprise, Lord. And if it's just not anything related to that, it's just some other problem that's facing us. Lord, we see you saying that you'll answer our prayers. You'll get us out of trouble. All we need to do is just call on you. And so that's what we're going to do. And I didn't leave anything left, but for, Father, but for us to go tell others what you've done for us. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Praise the Lord.